0: Hi, I'm your host, Brittany Spence, and this is In the Face of Illness. We are a podcast committed to cultivating a greater understanding of the many resources available for families facing childhood illness, because we believe this is a vital topic of conversation, not only for families in the throes of the fight, but for everyone. Ultimately, we are here to offer hope in the face of illness. Kelly Cates lives in Memphis, Tennessee with her husband Andy and their 10-year-old daughters Campbell and Caroline. In 2015, they welcomed Caroline home from China and immediately started her medical journey in Memphis. In her short life, Caroline has endured two open-heart surgeries, multiple orthopedic surgeries and other surgeries as well. Caroline's medical needs have been met by an amazing community of kind, compassionate and caring healthcare professionals. At 10 years old, Caroline is thriving, and the Cates family is so thankful for everyone who has cared for their daughter. In 2021, the family started Happy Heart Boxes at La through the Forest Spence Fund in honor of Caroline and all of the heart warriors like her and those who serve them. Kelly, we're so glad to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Um, And we're just going to spend a little time. I think your story is unique and um, you're the first we've had on our podcast podcast to talk about adoption um, and also adoption of a child that um, has medical needs. And so we just want to hear a little bit more about that journey that y'all have gone through to um, bring Caroline here to be in your family. So let's just start a little bit. Is is it Was it always something that you and your husband, Andy, wanted to adopt?
1: Yes. So, um... I like to say adoption is in my DNA. Mm-hmm. My mom was adopted. We fostered growing up. So it's one of those okay. things I've always been around. Yeah. And uh, that was a big some big conversations early on in our marriage about yeah. family planning. And so it's something we've always
0: been always been open to and okay. thought that would be a part of our, our journey. Was Andy was that something in Andy's life growing up too? Or was it something meeting you realizing this is something he wanted to do as well?
1: Not not as much as As part of my journey Uh and and family, but um, we had open conversations, I mean, pretty much early, very early on Mm -hmm. And, and and just had those open conversations along the way. And so something he was definitely open to. So it was really not a matter of if. Yeah. But more so how we would plan our family and 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 what have you.
0: Wow. Okay. So just to start out, you have two daughters, um, Campbell and Caroline. Um, and tell just a little bit about, I think it's such an amazing thing too, about their birth dates.
1: Yes. So um, they're actually eight days apart. Mm-hmm. We honored birth order still. Campbell is big sister by eight days. And, you know, with the adoption process, you just select kind of, Uh, Age groups, so birth to three, or you know, three to five, so different age ranges, and you know, we expected this process to take several years, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether domestic or international. There's just a big, a a large range Mm -hmm. of timing, and so um, we actually we we'd always said that um, if we're able to have a biological child, we would adopt that same gender. Okay, have a boy, we'll adopt a boy. Have a girl, we'll adopt a girl. And so when Campbell was 13 months old. Uh, we submitted the very first adoption paperwork, the first of many right. uh, documents, and um, much to our surprise, the whole entire process uh, took one one year and one day. Wow! And um, I'll take a step back to answer your question on, on their age. Yeah. So um, we uh, were presented with Carolyn's file uh, before we even had all our paperwork in, and. We we joke. In fact, just yesterday at lunch, this question came up, and the girls did not know I was coming here today. Okay, but one of them asked, like, um, Campbell asked, "How do you know that? Um, how did you how did you know, or how did you first find Caroline's picture?" And you know, I explained the process. But I said, when we saw her. She, you, you, y'all were twins. Mm. She, you both had no hair, no teeth, mm. and the big <laughs> smile on your face. Mm. And so we like to say that that you guys are. She was your Chinese twin, yeah. And that's on the amazing. other side of the world, yeah. So,
0: um, and so then, that was pretty soon. So at thirteen months, Campbell's thirteen months, mm-hmm. and and y'all decide why international versus domestic. So great question. We get that question,
1: you know, a lot, and I mm-hmm. think it is um, for us. Um, I had read a book back in 2010 and it was by Mary Beth Chapman mm-hmm. called in choosing to see. Yeah. And it kind of, it, it outlined um, several things, but among those, the plight of orphans mm. in the world mm-hmm. that need medical attention and, um, a very, very high percentage of, of orphans are orphaned because of their medical needs. Mm. And there's no access to care and um, and, and much. Caroline received excellent care uh, wow. through an organization which turned out to be um, the Chapman's Foundation Show Hope. Oh, wow. So coming full okay. circle on yeah. that. Yeah. Amazing. But, um, you know, that was something that open my eyes mm-hmm. and um because I've never considered like, neither Andy or I it was a big thing like whoa we are mm-hmm. going to select that we're open to you know this range of conditions mm-hmm. and um and and just had a lot of um just prayer for prayerful consideration of that and then also a theme that has been common is community. I mean seeing seeing those that have gone before mm-hmm. that have done that and um their journey their experience and so those were like just the biggest Mm -hmm. like mountains that were out there Mm -hmm. but um that community that book that Mm kind of opened my eyes because honestly i'm like i probably would have just blown through and like never said anything i don't know if andy like like why would we why would we want to do this Mm -hmm. but just seeing the need Mm -hmm. um and i tell people that you know um it doesn't. A child needs a home, no matter what. Mm-hmm. They need a family, mm-hmm. and so it's it's. There's a need everywhere. Ours was where could we go if we're um, if, if we only adopt once? If we're going to be a family of four, mm-hmm. um, where could we go where there's the greatest need? And um, our hearts were open to China and just seeing how many kids. Um, and we began to learn about Show Hope and different mm-hmm. organizations that care for the medical needs of orphans mm-hmm. across the world. And so those were just some really really big eye-opening experiences mm-hmm. early on. Mm-hmm. And I think that was solidified after having a biological child mm-hmm. and just that, um like, becoming a mom for the first time. Right. And, like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I can think back in those early days. And, you know, looking back, I was, like, sitting here and knowing that Caroline's experience, um, Campbell was eight days old, and I was woo, in the trenches trying to figure yeah. out this motherhood thing. Yeah. Um And that just really, really solidified it, you know, for me as a as a mom, right.
0: And so, and you didn't know her medical needs, correct? We, um, so when you mark it, at least do you do you mark that you're willing to kind of accept any medical needs, because it's really a could be a wide variety of things going on, right? Yep. Okay. So you mark it at 13 months, y'all want to adopt out of China, you're willing to accept medical needs, mm-hmm. and then you start down that road. And then once you see Caroline's picture, are you then made aware of what her medical needs are? Yes, that okay. is exactly the process. You okay. select kind of,
1: here's what you're open to Mm -hmm. and our adoption agency they they match the needs of the children with the family okay and so when we received caroline's file um it was laid out for us Mm -hmm. and um you know i like to say um She's scary on paper. There's mm-hmm. a lot of big words there. And there's been even more that have been added to our vocabulary since coming here.
0: Yeah,
1: And, um, and so that's when you review the file. Um, we spoke to our pediatrician and just some other specialists here. And, um, uh, you know, about her needs. About her needs. And, and what it, she would need when she came here. And what this could mean, what could be lost in translation mm-hmm. and, and other things. Okay. And um, and so you, you kind of go
0: through that, that process. And to show hope who's over there, do they also kind of, in a way, are they able to offer any kind of... Yes, what, what is on there is what we're seeing. And, you know, um, and, and why don't we talk a little bit about, about Caroline's medical needs? When you first read and made were made aware of Caroline, what were you told were her most pertinent medical issues that she had? Sure. So the two biggest,
1: and this was um, exactly the areas that aligned that we were willing to accept some pretty big things, mm-hmm. um, uh, she has a heart condition mm-hmm. called tetralogy of Fallot, and uh, she has upper and lower limb uh, deformities mm-hmm. and needs there, and um, those were the those were the biggest things, mm-hmm. and um, you know we are just so thankful and blessed to be in the in the community we're in here yeah. in Memphis. Yeah. And all of her needs have been able to be met so far right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's had, um, she did have her first open heart surgery in China at okay. 18 months old. Okay. And, and um, this is after you've seen her picture and you're thinking, mm-hmm. this, was, this mm-hmm. is my girl. This was the month after the, um, her file was, was presented, prepared for adoption the month after she had, um, or while she was having the open heart. Wow. And okay. um so we okay. received it uh, right when she had... Had her Had, first. had her first open-heart surgery in China. And that was through Show Hope? Show Hope and their partners, New Hope Foundation
0: in China, okay. um, provided the ho- for open that heart surgery. Heart. Okay. So her first surgery is at about 18 months. Mm-hmm. You get her a file 18 to 19 months. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're made aware then of these are the needs and how quickly then... I mean, you said one year and one day, right, from when mm-hmm. you gave it. So pretty quickly, she's in your care. So she's, she has that open heart surgery. She goes back to the orphanage to be cared for, I mean, after the hospital stay. Does she have any more surgeries before y'all get in the picture?
1: no okay so that
0: was what she needed uh and she responded beautifully to it and
1: had phenomenal care from her nannies mm. and um uh, the medical doctors both in china and then ones from this country as well wow. and um just provided um amazing care okay and so um she stayed uh until we so that was in June that we received her file, okay June of twenty fourteen mm-hmm. And we left for China on january
0: twenty eighth wow. of twenty um, fifteen Wow, so um very so through June to January, mm-hmm. you're meeting with specialists. you're talking to people saying, you know, what what does this look like? You know, what would they look like when we get here, finalizing all your paperwork? When does it become she's going to be yours? I mean,
1: pretty much after we we say yes. Mm -hmm. And that was in that we, you know, we we took a couple of weeks just to process Mm -hmm. and, you know, speak with specialists and reviewing um, the information that we had Mm -hmm. and. And, and then you and then you say you say yes wow. and so really at that point and then we received updates along okay. the way and, and that varies just as they're available mm-hmm. um and pictures and, and updates on how she's doing okay. and uh and yeah we were frantically then because before then we were trying to juggle having a toddler you know life and then just um an intense amount of of paperwork yeah. uh, and um yeah. uh, requirements um and so so we were then like full speed fast as we can because as soon as we could get those through, okay, the sooner we could be there. yeah,
0: so um did y'all and so then you find out that you get to go in January Yes, do you take Campbell do you leave her?
1: Campbell goes with us. So we went to China with one two-year-old and came back with two. Oh, so. my heavens.
0: I don't think I ever
1: knew that Campbell got to go, too. Okay, so the three of you together Yes, go. We found out about, you get about a week to 10 days' notice. So, like, you knew it was wow. coming. Okay. We knew by, like, the end of December it's going to be soon. Okay. And then um What a birthday out.
0: present to Campbell. Yes. End of December saying, yes. you have to be a big sister. <laughs> um, okay, so you three go over there. Get to see, you know, where she's lived for the last two years, get to meet the nannies and see the orphanage, all that stuff. We do. We were so so thankful. We were able to see
1: um, two of the three locations, mm-hmm. um, the Show Hope locations that Caroline was at. Okay. Uh, the third one, um, I hope to go back and see someday. We just could not. It was a little geographically farther from where we were at. Okay. And we were two two year olds, and um, oh, wow. we were we were just struggling to <laughs> yeah <laughs> to stay afloat each day. And um, but um, amazing care. I mean, got to meet her nannies that, um, I mean, you could tell they loved her so much, mm-hmm. and she was taken. I mean, had such good care. Mm. I mean, they they cried, mm-hmm. uh, and and in a hold of one last time. And it was so special to be able to get those pictures and yeah. see, and see that as part of her history yeah. and her journey. And we were so just thankful that we had that opportunity.
0: Yeah,
1: as part of her healing and her her story yeah. Yeah. Um, as she gets
0: older. That's really amazing. So you stay in China. we're there about two and a half weeks? Okay, okay, mm-hmm. and and finalize kind of everything. Um, and then, like, I've heard people's stories about domestic, that there is a often a timeline of, you know, it's not official to a certain part. Is that the same? Or with China, is that that two and a half weeks, like, once you come home, she's yours? That is correct. Every country is different. Uh-huh.
1: And um, China at that time, that, yes, everything was finalized. And she became a U.S. citizen when we landed in Chicago. Wow.
0: Okay. So you come home now. This is, like, February... Around round Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you come home Valentine's Day or so of 2015. And then um, kind of how quickly then getting into the medical side of things, kind of how quickly did you did you need to move for the care that Caroline needed? Was it a need to have to? Was it a, you know, she's actually doing well. We can wait a little bit. Kind of lead me through the medical side of things.
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, it's strongly encouraged with, with any child to um, have the have a, a, a wellness checkup, right. you know, just um, especially with the known needs to start seeing the specialist to yeah. to get a care plan in place. So we got back on Friday night and it snowed over the weekend. Oh, wow. And um, we had an appointment with a cardiologist. At eight o'clock Monday morning, and we were the only people that came in and they kept it for us. Wow. And um, that was so that that was the start. Okay. And the first three years, I will say, was a blur. I mean, mm-hmm. we had that was the, the most intense of doctor's visits, uh, exploratory, like same day procedures, surgeries, uh, multiple orthopedic surgeries. Mm-hmm. And then her last surgery. Was in July of 2019 with her second open heart surgery. And um, so it was just a process of finding and okay. like just things that, and we had some scares along the way um, that, you know, no one knew what was causing. And,
0: um, and is this more on the heart side or is this more on the orthopedic side or both? So it was. Um, so surgeries are both. But yes. heart is the one that's kind of Yep.
1: We had we went down a concern. neurological path as well. Okay. And um just figuring out like what um, you know, if it was a virus that attacked her body or what it was and how she responded to it. Okay. And um, we did have also um she's had a few ENT procedures and surgeries. Mm-hmm. Um and so lots of things going on. And and our pediatrician, um, I mean, he was uh, he counseled us and he's like, She will be I mean, she's going to be a, a medical mystery. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of things that you're not going to know, mm-hmm. and that we'll just go, we'll go we'll through this together. Okay. You know, and so that's kind of how we've approached it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and learned more, um, you know, um, just along the way. But that medical journey started pretty much the next wow. day. Wow. And, you know, as, as new things popped up, then we sought care. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so those were those were some intense, you know, looking back on it, mm-hmm. um, probably with with two two year olds mm-hmm. regulating um, and then uh, neither sleeping through the night. And oh, then um, <laughs> and then one of them, I mean, just the impacts of of trauma, of that yeah. loss of yeah. of um, a birth family, a culture, everything. Mm -hmm. was new i mean we didn't speak the same language and um you know totally uprooting so that was that um that grieving process for her which is uh that was um those were just some really really challenging times Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that we all look back and the, the girls love looking back at their pictures when they were little and both of them you know running through the house um you know with Jelly on their hands, or, you know, mm-hmm. something, and, mm-hmm. um, and just the, the, the fun. And I'm like, those
0: were, those were some tough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but to them, problems. they just see, cause really, Campbell never remembers a day without Caroline. She doesn't. She was so young. And they have,
1: um, they, they could not be more opposite in mm-hmm. their personalities, mm-hmm. but yet they complement each other in their strengths and their weaknesses yeah. and how they pull and tug on each other and mm-hmm. their, um, they're best of friends but yeah, that's
0: yeah, amazing she doesn't um remember really life without without Caroline well and I guess same too Caroline you know I know as you said they're they're definitely her being removed from everything she did know and even though when I, mean, I know in my own life I often tell my kids there's not a lot I, there's some big things that happened to me when I was three that are some like I remember you know I remember I had my tonsils removed at three I had a you know, bad scooter accident that I had a bunch of stitches, things like that. But before that, it's I I don't have memories. My family may talk about it, but I don't. But we know enough to know that the trauma, no matter what, can affect from then on. So even though Caroline may not remember those days, and she only remembers being in your home and being with Campbell, the effect of what happened, as you said, can carry on. And so you have the equine therapy that is... Kind of what y'all are doing now, or are y'all doing the HIPAA therapy now? So we have done
1: both of those in the past. Uh-huh. And um, uh, one thing that uh, so many uh, clinicians have said is you've got to let her be a kid. Yeah. And, you know, because we wanted to bubble wrap her. Right. And like, whew, you know, how are we supposed to let her... Um, out on the jungle gym, mm-hmm. you know, in preschool, and um, you know, so she's has had has been so um, touched by the early hippo and equine therapy that she had that she is doing regular riding lessons now, mm, and so um, with a fabulous horses uh, instructors. Um, mm-hmm. Here I'm letting. Um, yes, she has had her chest cut open twice, mm-hmm. and on this magnificent large animal. Yeah. Um, but that gives her the confidence yeah. and um her so and it's joy. so good for um just um her overall abilities and she does have um I mean a disability. She yeah. she has very, very limited use of her left hand and the fact that she can control this animal. I mean it's mm-hmm. just such a, a unique bind. You know, the body keeps score. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned trauma. That is something mm-hmm. that we had started to to read upon uh, right as we were starting our family mm-hmm. and um and something that we try to stay immersed in because at each phase in life each year it looks different mm-hmm. Um, how how the body recalls that and how we help her how we equip ourselves or find if we're not equipped that we need to find what we can do mm-hmm. for that but yes we um that has been so much a part of our community and the resources that are locally right here in memphis as well Mm -hmm. um that have met you know our family's needs and that we will continue to rely upon that the journey does not end Mm -hmm. a lot of people think the journey ends when the adoption is final and now you're you know you've you're a larger family now and but that journey someone told me like that journey just begins, and I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the impacts of trauma, and we see it with two children, the same age, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two years of their life were very different, yeah. and and seeing that and how it plays out, mm-hmm. and um, and we've tried to be at the the guidance of those that are much smarter and wiser than we are, mm-hmm. of letting them each, even though they're the same age. Spread their wings yeah. themselves, yeah, and have their own um, identity, identity, and, and who loves. God intended them
0: to be, yeah, and um, and meeting them each where they're at, and y'all do beautifully at that. I mean. I- I know, you know, we haven't talked about this, but uh, Kelly and I actually grew up in the same hometown. And so I always knew of Kelly and um, and then they now are my neighbors and um, and we are in school with with Campbell and Caroline. And so y'all really do a, a beautiful job of letting your girls be who they are and who who God intended them to be, as you said and um, and I think it's a really amazing thing to see um and we we haven't really touched on as much um you know, the amount of surgery she also had orthopedic. It's pretty amazing what was able to be done for her to lead, you know, a very normal life. I mean that that the um hand and leg deformities that she had and what surgery she had to have, I know had to be extremely painful and extremely hard to go through for both her and your family. Um, But, you know, to an outsider looking in, you wouldn't know. I mean, she is, as you said, um, out there running and playing and being with friends and doing activities, and um, you know, it's it's really beautiful to see and amazing what modern medicine can do. Amazing surgeons, um, you know, have been able to do you know for her, um, for her to be able to really lead as normal of a life as she can. She obviously has some things that may be a little bit more difficult for her than us. Um, But I think y'all have done an amazing job to really encouraging her to, you know, not putting that bubble around her that I know you want to do that we as parents want to do in general to all of our children. I think that's why there's such a kind of epidemic of helicopter parenting right now is that the world we're in, it's we want to just say, okay, okay, I'm going to keep them safe, whatever that looks like. But that is not what God intended for us to do. We want them to soar and be who they are, um, knowing that there may be bumps and bruises and things along the way. Um, so I know she's had some pretty major surgeries there too, right?
1: Yes, that was in in the pain level and the um, what she's had on, especially her hand and her mm-hmm. arm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one instance where she had she was in a, a leg cast, and that went above her, like almost to her knee, and then a full arm like from wrist to like uh, above the elbow, mm. and she's at the same time yes wow she's three
0: yeah
1: and um, same
0: side because it's the same, same side. side
1: okay sent her to preschool and I text the teacher to say you know how she doing and this is all with um um doctor like you gotta let her live. Yeah. You gotta let her you got let her be a kid. Yeah. So the teacher sends me a picture and those half dome, like monkey bars, oh, yeah. spider looking things. Yeah. She is almost the top of it. No. With, with those two casts. And here is this tiny little girl oh. with casts that weigh as much as she does. And that pic- that picture stands out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um and she just said no no issues. You can see she is she's figured this out. Wow. And that picture stands out the most in that um, the resiliency mm-hmm. that I mean, if, if I had the same surgeries that she had, I don't think I would probably move out of my chair all day. Right. And um, the fact I mean, she's the, the most determined person mm-hmm. that I've ever met mm-hmm. and to have been through some pretty um uh, definitely, very major and one to do it without a family, mm-hmm. um, in in China, mm-hmm. and um, um, it just speaks to her character and yeah. her her perseverance. Mm-hmm. And you know, we don't, um, and we talk about this. Like you are unique. Mm-hmm. You were. Everyone is different. God made us each mm-hmm. in His image. Because now I look different. Mm-hmm. Nobody else in the whole school has an arm or a foot like me, mm-hmm. or it's a rare genetic um, deformity. Mm-hmm. And she'll be, um, she'll be, uh, that is, that'll be her, gen- her secret. Mm-hmm. And, um and, and that's okay. And yeah. we tell her that, you know, we don't, you know, things happen uh, when we're being knitted together, but, you know, God knows what he's doing mm-hmm. when he makes both, what makes everyone. And yeah. so that's something, you know, kind of going back to, um developmentally and in, in each new stage that we're at mm-hmm. but you know once again that something that's been key for our family is just the medical community here in memphis and then um the the foster and adoptive community yeah. both are extremely strong and if there's anyone sitting out there thinking about adoption of a child with needs mm-hmm. all kids have needs yeah but if there's needs that you're wondering, can my family, can we do this? Mm -hmm. Um, There is someone who has walked that road before you, and that has been so key. And um, that if you don't live... I know you could be anywhere listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, there are resources, and with the age of social media yeah. groups, yeah. Um, that Support you're not alone. Online there and... will be someone. I have no answers. I have um, s- sought the wisdom of those that have gone, you know, before me and down this road for help and guidance, and um, that has been just. S- key mm-hmm. and especially um having both of those in mm-hmm. you know the medical community in um those those early years we were relying heavily upon you know and and i would ask what would you do if she were your daughter mm-hmm. like would you put her through this yeah. like um is this going to give her a chance at a, a better a better way to use this you know this arm yeah and hand yeah so yeah i think those those were those were some of the toughest days, um, mm. and what she went through with the pain, mm. um, with having uh, bone tree set and mm. nerves and tendons um, aligned, but yeah. was just in outstanding care and. Um, that was also one of the things I think we lost count of of how many times we ended up at the orthopedic clinic here mm-hmm. <laughs> with a new cast change mm-hmm. and like um, how many casts that, um, you know, we had to run her in for and yeah. infections that sat in and what have you. And mm-hmm. just um, just all the stuff that yeah. um, we were learning as we
0: as we went on a lot of it. And you just always also, I think, you know, had to be on guard. I mean, and very aware of any changes you saw or needs that she might have. And I think, you know, that's important to note, too. Um, Well, families that are, you touched on, families that are thinking about this road, knowing that there's lots of, um, you know, here in Memphis, there's, you know, um, lots of support and community. You know, we encourage people that are in other areas to look for it in your own community and if for some reason it's not, you know, look outside of that and maybe even start your own. You know, if, if there's not that support group that's already there for families who have adopted children with medical needs, you know, maybe that's something that you could start but seek out other things like you said of those that have gone before, those that have walked this road, those that have, um, you know, are some steps ahead. I think that's so important. And I know that even just, you know, parenting teenagers right now that reaching out to, you know, mamas or daddies that are a few steps ahead, you know, can can often be really encouraging just to even know we're not alone. And what, whatever road we're walking, we're not alone. Um, is there anything that um, you really kind of wish you had known? Anything that looking back you think, Oh, this would have been helpful. Or as you said, I think you also did such a beautiful job of just saying, we just took it as it as it came, really, you know, one step beyond. But is there anything that you wish you had known? I think you can never um you can never research enough,
1: like just to try to and we like to try to be prepared at least so we can know like mm-hmm. we have no answers. Mm-hmm. We we know we're gonna need help. Mm-hmm. You know. Um but um I think that is one thing and especially I probably could have done a much both of us like a much better job of reaching out to moms of multiples because that was a whole new yeah, um, yeah. unique situation yeah and and how to navigate uh I'm like oh what's the big deal having two two year olds or two uh-huh. the same age and yeah. um so that was probably one thing yeah especially and we we adapted as we went and and we um you know our choice to to let them spread their wings and have their lives, that was at the guidance and counsel of some of a lot of uh, very wise um, teachers, friends, you know, that, that coached us and counseled us in mm-hmm. that. And that was not something that you know, we came up with on our own mm-hmm. that we we were kind of taken in mm-hmm. and um and had that and so thankful you yeah. know we've had those those voices in our our mm-hmm. community
0: mm-hmm. did you uh, just stepping back one did you I think you kind of said, did you always plan that Campbell would be the oldest like you had planned on not adopting someone that was older than Campbell so we did plan that way mm-hmm. um, and
1: once again, you know just when you can honor, honor, honor birth order, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't mean there's lots of families I know that that have kids of all ages yeah. and different orders. We just thought, we'll, we'll try to honor birth order. Okay. And, um, and nev- yes, and yeah. you don't get to choose age. We get asked, like, did you plan it this way? Did mm-hmm. you really? And I was like, we had no, like, yeah. <laughs> we thought Campbell would be three or four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you're in it, you don't really get a chance to take a step back mm-hmm. and i mean they have grown up together mm-hmm. and um
0: yeah, you know seeing
1: their relationship i did learn that i never realized how young a child could be to love mm-hmm. another child mm-hmm. and we got to, to see that unfold mm-hmm. you know right in front of us yeah. and don't get me wrong there were some rough rough <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> um, regulating days of mm-hmm. toddlers and and yeah. now fast forward to 10 year olds and yeah. um Um, sister things and Mm -hmm. and what have you, but um, to see, you know, their relationship Mm
0: -hmm. has just
1: been, you know, amazing. And um, we just hope that we're serving them, parenting them, guiding them to be who who god's intended them to be Mm -hmm. and letting their relationship you know form and um but
0: um that's really beautiful how how's your family doing today how is caroline how is you know with her her medical needs do y'all have more things that you believe are down the road um you know kind of let us know how things are right now
1: yeah so she's thriving and um you know, it's really a blessing in disguise. And looking back, she had her last open heart surgery in July of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then we know what happened in 2020. Yeah, And in that, um, in the year after she had her surgery, I mean, she grew like four inches, which wow. on her petite frame mm-hmm. and structure was a. I mean, she's never run that many inches mm-hmm. in a year and mm-hmm. how her body was catching up. Uh, her heart was able to keep up with her growth that her body needed yeah. and um, and then getting through the pandemic. And um, she, in fact, we're always just kind of on the lookout of something's things different. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I mean, she's thriving. And we you know, when she had the, the heart surgery that set the time card ticking. On the life of the valve that's in her heart right now. Okay. So, um, uh, you had mentioned the technology. Uh, literally since then, there is new technology that um, she will most likely be a candidate for that will prevent her from having to have her another open heart. Oh wow! It would all be okay. done in the cath lab. Wow. And so, um, hoping to get her th- to high school. Okay. Before that happens. Okay. And um, so that's amazing. Okay. And and once again, so thankful that you know, it's 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 right here. We don't have to go that that far. Yeah. We're we're constantly managing just some other sinus things and derm and you know just things that are uh unique mm-hmm. and um you know on the orthopedic side she can there there's definitely other other things um th- tweaks not a lot that can be done to help Mm -hmm. that we're just trying to weigh out is it is it worth putting her through this if it's you know there's there's only so much with what is there Mm
0: -hmm. to be
1: done and so we have honestly focused on um you know she we never offered to do anything for um she'll never be able to twist a jar um Mm -hmm. she has a limb difference so like driving a car like Mm -hmm. a steering wheel like Mm it'll be things that we'll get there we'll cross that bridge when we Mm -hmm. get there Mm -hmm. but. we never put in her head that she can't do something. We let her yeah. tell us, "Hey, mom, can you help me with this?" Yeah, and we'll forget that like she's not going to be able to physically do this, and yeah. she'll come and ask, and she will improvise and find a way. Mm-hmm. And we're so proud of her. For we talk about using, you know, using your words, mm-hmm. and you know, asking. A, she'll ask a friend at school to mm-hmm. open up a bag you know mm. that she can't grip and tear. Mm-hmm. And um we've tried to as much as we can and trying to keep ourselves versed but um giving her words yeah. to talk about it and that it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And um I yeah. know that one of the um you know, the things that we've done is that's been key throughout is ask for help. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm not good at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Andy, my husband's not good at like mm-hmm. we were private people like mm-hmm. Asking for help yeah. is hard, but yeah. there's been um, times along this journey that friends, family, our faith-based community has showed up in just a major, yeah. like, huge, huge ways.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for spending time with us today and sharing your family story and sharing Caroline's story. And, um, you know, as someone that's, you know, looking in from the outside and seeing you know, the the beautifulness of, of their friendship, their their sisterhood, um, their connection um, and just your family as a whole. And just the amazing things, I think, that both your girls, but your family as a whole, y'all have such servant uh, mindedness. Y'all are um, have such huge hearts, givers and um, servant minded. And we're just so thankful for um for just your family and in um, your story, I think this will be something that so many others can listen to who are contemplating adoption, who are in the, you know, right in the middle of it, or who have just brought home a medically, you know, fragile child, or even who are past it, but but also are are thinking, man, I haven't thought about that in so long. You know, this is bringing up everything that we've gone through and accomplished and can see Um, because really, when you think about it, Kelly, it's only been eight years. I mean, in the scheme of things, everything you just said, that's a lot in eight years. And so when you look at it that way and think of everything that she and y'all have accomplished together in eight years is pretty amazing. So thank you for sharing your story with us and thanks for being on.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Brittany, um, and allowing me to, to share. And I would just like to add, you know, in closing, uh, if there's anyone sitting out there listening to this and has questions or anything I can do, I have no answers, I like to say, but I know a lot of people that do and can connect. Yeah. Um, feel free if, uh, to reach out to Forest Spence Fund yeah, and sure. share, uh, what have you. But uh, I want to be a resource, a voice. Um, yeah, and for anyone for sure. that's sitting out there with, with questions. Yeah, please help.
0: do. DM us or reach out to us and we'll get you in touch with Kelly. So thanks for being on with us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. We hope that this podcast is a resource for you and a source of support. Whether you are facing illness in your own family or want to walk beside other families dealing with childhood illness, we want the stories, wisdom, and knowledge shared to give you hope. Episodes will be released bi-weekly, so be sure to subscribe today.